Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Happy hump day. Not only that, you guys, it's Masturbation May. And we are on a dick talks. Are we on a dick talks? Are we on a dick talks? Oh, wow. Are we on a dick talks? You think you have friends and there's loyalty, but there's none. Actually... I don't think I've had sex since three days ago, so I am on a TikTok. Okay, okay. Um, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, um, starting May 1st, I have encouraged the community to join me on abstaining from sex for the month of May um, to do some inner healing, you know, just questioning why it is we're having sex with some of the people that we're having sex with, healing our vaginas, giving them a little break. Um, doing some manifestation during this month and coming back to self, especially because it is Masturbation May. So, yes, we're abstaining from sex. And, yes, we are masturbating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, what she said. And I'm really excited because um, we have our first meetup um, tomorrow with the community on Patreon. So, in order to join the Dick Talks, you have to join Patreon, our past your bedtime tier. Um, and it's worth it. Our pasture bedtime tier not only has the dick talks, but has so much other content that we don't post on the internet and not, that we don't talk about on the podcast. We have a roll up on there that we do where we roll up our favorite weed, we talk our shit, we, we have, have blog posts. We have sex positions one on one where we re Eric and I reenact our most favorite, most recent. Uh, sex positions, which I have some to show you. Oh, you do? And Mila just posted her birth video, which people have been crying about in the Patreons. Have you seen it? I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay. Um, I'm going to post mine. Mine is about six seconds long because my baby daddy was screaming like a psychopath <laughs> during it and decided that he had had enough and turned the camera off. <laughs> you don't need to see this. This will be it. It was a C-section, so, you know, maybe not as beautiful as your vaginal birth. Um, All births are equal. Um, but yeah, on Thursday, we're having a Zoom call to talk about um, the dick talks. And we're going to do that every week. Our third week, I'm really excited because we have Samaya of Sexual Essentials, who's going to teach us all about manifestation, masturbation. And that, I feel like uh, she told us that class is no longer offered over there. So this will be um, an, ex really an exclusive drop to see all the insides to how you manifest during masturbation, which is my shit. Yeah. And we also have Bruna coming on too. Um, and Bruna, if you guys haven't heard us talk about Bruna. She's been part of our events. She's been a guest on our show. She actually did the episode called A Thousand Days of Celibacy because she was celibate for a thousand days. And actually she's celibate again right now and joining us on the Dick Talks. So I'm really excited to talk to her and share and hear about her experience um, in abstaining from sex for a thousand days, which essentially is like three years. Um, and I know some of you guys, too, have already have been abstaining for a while. And I want to encourage you to join, too. Um, this isn't for necessarily if you've just decided to start. This isn't necessarily for people that aren't married, because I think that taking breaks from sex, even in your relationships, is is a good idea to kind of like, you know, come back to self and, you know, really think about 
resetting. Resetting, is this nigga for me? Is this bitch for me? And also um, just appreciating each other more, you know, in, in, the, in the abstaining and coming back to like why you guys really are together in the first place. There's so many ways to experience intimacy, you know, and I, I realize I like all the ways. I like sex a lot, but also I'm a cuddling ass bitch <laughs> and I'm also a making out ass bitch. But yeah, if you can maintain a relationship and still like each other and love each other without oral and penetrative sex. Or having sex because you feel obligated to, you know, and kind of coming back and, you know, getting excited about having sex. Um, and courting and flirting. I love that. I mean, I honestly, I feel more powerful than ever not having sex. I feel like I'm in control and um, not just of like, you know, whether or not I'm having sex with men, but just, I just feel more, I don't know, confident overall. Um, when I did it two years ago, was it two years ago? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did feel like so much more clear mm-hmm. so much more confident and like, I don't need that. I'm cool. After like the first like two or three months, I got like settled in it. The first two, I was acting crazy. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm definitely, yeah, I, I definitely can use it. I think it's a good reminder what you want and what you need because well, I think it blurs it, your vision. Right. I think if you abstain, you'll be like, do I really like this nigga? Or is the dick just good? Because a lot of times the dick is just good. And then on a lot of times the dick isn't even that good. Yeah, that's true. It's like, God, I was digmatized for what? It's just the only dick you're getting right now. And you like it combined with the fact that you kind of like that person and that person likes you and then you get fucking confused and dazed. So anyway, if you're interested in joining the Dick Talks, the details are in the description of this episode. Or you can just go to patreon.com backslash goodmomsbadchoices. Like I said, join our pasture bedtime tier and we'll see you on Thursday. And every other week after that because we're going to have to hold each other accountable and have a support system. It is a Dick Talks support group. Okay, <laughs> It is. It is a support group because I have felt weak and I know that it's hard. Especially when you decide to take a seat. That's when they all start crawling out of the woodworks. It's like they know. They can smell it on you. They're like, you're not fucking. And they're like, like dangling their dick like a carrot in front of your face. Like, you want some? Like hitting your, hitting your face? <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? How about now? I do, but not really. Um, anyway. Um, should we pull, pull some cards? Sure. <clears throat> We're doing it digitally today. Um, we're also not at our, our other office because we're so tired. Yeah, we've, we've been really fancy and shooting somewhere else, but now we're back in the OG spot. <laughs> because it is 9 o'clock at night. Our kids are still not asleep. We've ordered Thai food for the 499th time in one year. And um, we're stressed. <laughs> and drinking Hennessy because that's all Erica has to drink and that will do. And actually, Hennessy with lemonade is actually delicious. Bomb. Today's card is the star. Um, Spirituality, inspiration, serenity, hope, renewal. Financially speaking, if you have been having money issues, the star tells you that there is a way to get your finances in check. Now is a good time to make investments within reason. As the star is in upright position, signifies your finances moving in a positive direction. That's nice. Hmm. And speaking of that, we actually... um, the wealth rules everything around me two-day course and it was pretty amazing there were a lot of women in there caring about their their wealth and their investments yeah so much information loose is just amazing i if you guys listen to our episode with the wealth witch with loose warrior you know that she is a money generator and a wealth witch and she really ties manifestation and spirituality into finances and so her wealth rules everything around me course was that essentially on top of just teaching everyone about the basics of the stock market which can be really overwhelming and you think that like you don't like you're not invited into that space because you know traditionally or historically it's been a space for like old white men um but really it once she broke it down it's not that difficult to understand and it's just a really great course i recommend I think she's having another one next month. I don't know if it's sold out because her shit be selling out quick. Um, but make sure you go check out Loose Warrior in Loose We Trust, L-U-Z in Loose We Trust, um, if you're interested in 
you know, getting them finances together. We're not in Money March, but baby, we're going to keep this money flowing. We're in Money March for the rest of our lives. Yeah, always. <laughs> I mean, ever since then, I'm, I'm in it. Like, I've been, I've been investing in cryptocurrency. My crypto is up right now. I don't know if anyone is into cryptocurrency, um, but I invested in Ethereum. Shout out to Ashley Runway, my homegirl Ashley. She's really got me into the crypto space. I'm still confused a bit, but I'm learning. Um, and yeah, it's it's been interesting. <clears throat> but anyway, how are you, friend? I am motherfucking tired. Um, I'm grateful, but I'm a little bit overwhelmed today. But good, you know, still good. Today's been a long fucking day. We have literally, I literally knocked on Erica's door at fucking 7.30. 7.30 in the morning. She knocked and I was like, whoa, she's, what, what are you doing here this early? <laughs> and it's now 9.17 and we've literally been just... Packing, packaging all day, all fucking day. I love you guys. You guys bought so much of our merch. I'm so grateful. I'm so tired though. We just sold out of our bucket hat, which is our second. We've dropped twice now and it's sold out again in like a day and a half. And um, if you haven't checked out our merch, please do. It's it's it's, it's almost gone. We're going to have to re-up. Um, but yeah, we need help. <laughs> we need help. Um. Yeah, this is actually definitely every days like this. I'm like, God, this is such an independent, this is an independent business. <laughs> doing a lot, we're doing all the shit over here. Um, I am really grateful though, but you know, everyday shit just you know, it's some days. Most days for us, technology works against me. <laughs> I've been trying to sign up Luna for soccer for fucking three weeks. <laughs> I can't log in. I, it's fucking with me. I'm like, it's fucking soccer. Here's the money. Here's her name. Why the fuck do I have to log in to register to upload her fucking birth certificate? I'm her mother. I birthed her. She's at soccer. <laughs> Just let her play. Don't make me log into shit. Don't make me res- reset one more password. I bought her cleats. Like, what the fuck else do you want from me? If you email me one more time about this fucking login, I'm going to freak out. It's Mother's Day this weekend. Treat mothers nice. I mean, honestly, like, motherhood is the most fulfilling, grateful, amazing, fucking self-sacrificing thing I've ever done. But it is so hard. Like, I just constantly feel like I'm fucking it up. But I know I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. And so are you. Wherever you're at, feeling overwhelmed and tired and, like, are questioning yourself, you're doing a good job. You really are. You know, the other day I was on, um, I shared something on our close friends and I got really emotional because I have been feeling like I have been very distracted from motherhood because I'm so focused on my career. I'm so focused on trying to move out of this house. I'm so focused on the multiple projects that we have going on that I have been feeling like I've not been spending enough time with my daughter. And my daughter, granted, is an attention hoochie. <laughs> um, but even so, I've, I know and I've been feeling in my heart like I have not been present at all. Um, and so I we got home the other night and uh, she was kind of quiet. I had been working all day and had not played with her all day and like, like had someone else take her to soccer practice, had someone else do something else for her. Like I have not been, like I haven't been taking her to any of her activities. Like thank God for tribe, but also like I haven't been able, I haven't done any of it. And so she got, we got home and like she was sitting on the couch, which, and quiet, just quiet, which never happens. And like, I'm in the kitchen, I'm on the phone, distracted again. And uh, I, I, I get off the phone and I tell her she has to take a bath. And she's like, starts crying. I was like, I don't want to take a bath. I don't want to take a bath. And I was like, well, if you're not going to take a bath, you need to go to bed. And she was like, fine. And I was like, oh, that was way too easy. Okay. So I'm like, all right, well, she gets, she, she, she gets dressed and she's just like crying. And then she goes in the bed and she's crying. And I'm thinking like, she's being dramatic. But also I'm thinking like, God, I haven't really been spending time with her. Maybe she's noticed. No, she hasn't noticed. Maybe I'm just being hard on myself. No, whatever. So she goes, she goes, I close the door 
And then I go back and check on her in like 10 minutes and she's still crying. And I'm like, why are you still crying? Like you got what you wanted. You didn't take the bath. You're in bed. It's late anyway. Like, what are you crying about? And like, and she just couldn't like verbalize it. She was crying so hard that like she couldn't like say why she was crying. And so I was like, all right, well, let me list some things out. Like, like why? Like, are you crying because of this? Because of this? She was like, no, no, no. And I was like, are you crying because mommy's been really busy? And she said, yes. And then she was like, are you? I'm like, are you crying because I didn't play with you today? And then she was like, you never play with me. Is it like, are you upset when I'm on my phone? And she's like, you're always on your phone. I always tell you to get off your phone. You're always on your phone. And I was like, fuck. And your kids can call And she was like, and you could tell like, those were the reasons because she was like, yeah, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bitch. I know you know. And at that moment, I was like, fuck, I'm caught. Like, my feelings are confirmed. Like, I haven't been, like, sliding, like, sliding past her and her not, like, realizing that mommy's been trash lately. So, you know, I went up in her bed and, like, I told her, like, I'm sorry and that I've just been, like, so focused on, like, trying to move and, like, my work, but, like, that I need to do better. And, like, I just started – I didn't want to cry, but then I just started crying and then we were both crying. And then, like, she, like, reached her little arms out and, like, held me on her chest like my fucking mom. <laughs> like, like was, like, petting me. And I was, like, bawling. And then I was just like, I'm going to do better. I'm so sorry. Like, I, you're right. Like, I'm on my phone too much. And I want to be here for you. I love you. You're almost, like, I can't believe you're almost. Oh, that's when I, that's why I started crying. I was like, I can't believe you're almost six. <laughs> Yeah, this is like two days before her birthday. I'm gonna cry thinking about it. Um, and I just felt like I felt like shit. I felt like shit. I mean, I felt like wow. This is afterwards. I was like, that was such a beautiful moment that I could share with my daughter. But I also felt like shit because I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna change anything right now because I do have so much going on and I have to keep it moving and like I know that there's ways that maybe I can incorporate her more, like her, you know being a part of my work even if it's like not really part of my work or like making her feel involved and stuff right but um with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just was, I got more upset after I left her because I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to like shift this. And I'm like, I just got like, I was like, I, I envied married people in that moment because I was like, if you're married, like me and Jamila always talk about like, we're so glad we're not married because we get to drop the kids <laughs> off and have our own time and we get, we get our space, you know, we get space. Um, but in that moment, I was like, if I was married, I wouldn't, I don't feel like I'd feel, feel this guilt. Like I'd be able to like pass her on to someone in my home and like he could take on some of this guilt or something, but at least take on some of the responsibility, the the attention. Yeah. And like her dad is just gone and just be just making her on his own schedule and telling me his schedule and not asking me my schedule. And it's just, yeah. Anyway, I just felt just reflecting on like single motherhood. Like when we started this podcast, you know, our daughters were three years old now they're six years old which is crazy and they're so much more aware they're so much more vocal about their needs and wants and we've grown closer to them obviously in that that time and so I feel her when they when like when things aren't going the way they should and to be honest they're not really they're like and I don't I'm trying to find balance but I don't think there's ever a perfect balance like there's just imbalance often there's balance sometimes for sure but then there's just imbalance and i don't know like when i read when i when i posted on close friends like 
a lot of moms like you know gave me advice and I appreciate that because me and Jamila we're we're new moms essentially like we're we've been doing it for six years yeah and so like hearing from other moms that have like 10 year olds or 15 year olds and are like in school have a job single parent like the same shit you know it was nice I'm just so grateful for like our tribe especially like our secret tribe at Patreon because I don't you know, I'm a Scorpio. I don't feel like I don't like want to share everything, even though I'm sharing this right now. <laughs> um, but like those are really super emotional in the moment moments, like when I can reach out to my people and you guys comfort me. I'm so grateful. And that's really <clears throat> I was thinking about like not feeling like I had community or not feeling like I had any mom friends when I started when we started this podcast and like the fact that I have so many people now and I don't know all of you guys, but like, I feel like I know all of you guys. You feel, the, you feel the support, you feel the energy and you feel like, you know, you feel that other people have been there. I genuinely feel the love all the time. You know, even if it's just like a couple comments or a couple, a, a line or two here, roll up in the DM there. I do feel surrounded by like powerful women that are going through similar experiences so like that's amazing yeah because i we did feel very alone in the beginning and we desperately needed each other and everyone else it's crazy because like i well obviously we're together all the time so we are a reflection of one another and we're a reflection of like a lot of times inevitably we are each other's business partner and whatever you're experiencing i'm often experiencing it too and like whether or not i want to acknowledge it or say it vocally like if your kid's feeling a little neglected probably chances are minus too <laughs> because we're, we're living a lot of like a very parallel life and trying to um just balance a lot of stuff and you know be successful and be rich and then like get to this space where we're not like hustling and bustling and moving all day. And but I've said this before, like I there's this other fear, like time is going by so quickly. Like they were three when they started. We were literally screaming in the other room constantly for them to be quiet. And then like just three years later, they're vastly different. They can communicate so much better. That you know, they're more in tune with their feelings, they're more aware. Um, and just trying to balance work and you know justify getting rich so that they can live better lives we can live better lives work less but then also trying to manage like personal lives and like niggas and like this shit that really doesn't matter but like we still make time for it because well we're human mm-hmm. and it feels good and it feels good and, and it's a distraction from, from responsibility so yeah and you know what i've been like really <laughs> um exploring is that the same the same trauma, the same childhood trauma that I'm healing from or attempting to healing from or rather avoiding healing from is needing and wanting attention from my parents. That same trauma, wanting attention and wanting love and wanting to feel validated is like literally the exact same trauma that allows me to distract myself with like relationships or, you know, guys or whatever the fuck it is and like this crazy mat like when i'd step back and even see you this you know be vulnerable and discuss that because obviously i have very similar feelings and i have like panic attacks inside like fuck she's gonna grow up and like remember that i've just been on my phone or been working and then by that time she won't give a fuck to hang out with me but it's just like if i don't <laughs> address that childhood trauma in myself right now, the need to feel attention, to feel like romantic love or whatever the fuck it is, I will inevitably pass that on to my daughter mm-hmm. and maybe make her feel whatever the fuck I was feeling at my age. And like, granted, my my um, my parents were married and lived in the same household, but it was deeply fucked up and they weren't healed. And like, there was a lot of them going back and forth and chasing each other. You know, my, like really, they had a very codependent relationship. And there were so many times I remember being like, these niggas are so worried about each other. They're ignoring everything else. Like I remember vividly thinking that. And I so I recognized so much how a part of me, a part of my distraction and wanting to seek love and attention really stems from that. 
And obviously, like, I, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm, I try to do better than my parents and like be more attentive, be more chill, be all these things that maybe they weren't. But at the very root of that need for attention is still me, this child, you know? And like, I, if I don't do the steps, which is an everyday work to try and correct those things and heal myself, that I, like, I'm going to pass that trauma on. <laughs> I was telling Erica today, my statement not my quote, (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, dysfunction is like mold. If you don't attend to it, it will inevitably like spread into every other part, every other existence, your family, your relationship, your relationship with your kids. And like that dysfunction is like trauma that's unhealed. Um, And sometimes it's hard to admit when you fuck up and when you're wrong and when you're not doing a good job balancing. Um, But that's a part of it. That's a part of getting back on it. But like that has been heavy on my heart because I'm an avoidant attacher. Avoidant attachment? Oh, avoidant attachment. Like, I have an avoidant attachment. Avoided, I have a confused attachment. So I will try to attach myself to someone and then attach myself until they, like, love me and then be like, oh, no, 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 never mind, just kidding, and try and detach because now I'm scared of it. But it's just this vicious cycle of just, like, running, you know, running from myself, running from and just seeking validation and love and like um, admiration from outside places. And you can't, you'll, I'll be fucking searching for that forever because no one's ever going to love you better than you love yourself. It's true. And if you can't like fully give that to yourself, then how can you give that to your kids or to anybody else? So yeah, there's just... You're, I mean, you're, like, the, you're, our kids are mirrors. They really, like, force us to, to stare deep in their eyeballs and, like, fucking be like, you have, you're still not doing the work, bitch. Guess what? I'm getting older. Oh, you see that thing I, that I do that you don't like? That's you, bitch. Like, that's me being you because I'm watching you do that dumb shit. And now I won't unlearn it because I've been watching it for too long. I mean, I don't want to say won't unlearn it, but... I don't know. It's I I think about like because we we took these attachment tests, right? And um, last week we had Felicia Latour on, um, and she was talking about our attachment styles. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard about this, but it's just basically based in childhood and like how we are as adults, um, as in relationships, essentially. Um, and mine was when I took the test, I was a secure attachment and people are really proud of being like secure, like having secure attachment tendencies and stuff. Um, but I don't know if it's all that great either <laughs> because there's a sense of like, uh, I don't need anybody, mm. I think for me. And, but I, but I do need people, but like no one's ever good enough. You know, and like, that's what I've realized too. And I know that men have told me that too. Like men have always said, like, you make me feel like I'm not good enough. And I'm like, cause you're not, but also like, I'm not perfect either. Fuck. And like, even like recently I went on this secret trip and (laughs) that only like only close friends got to see. Um, And uh, just like expecting men to be more than where I'm at. You know, like wanting men to give me shit that necessarily, yeah, I can, I can give myself. And like the the situation is a little different, but I was thinking about that a lot too. Like my desire for like a man to have this and this and that and that. And it's like, bitch, you don't have all of those things. So how are you going to sit here and demand that he does? And I'm like, well, because I want him to elevate me. I want him to motivate me. I'm already motivated. I'm on my way there. So you need to be there already. One of us needs to be there. Make the shit easier. (laughs) You need to make the shit easier. (laughs) Teach me something. Make it easier. But then I was like, well, who am I to say that? You know, I don't know. I've been like battling these these rules I've made for myself when it comes to like the men I want and I think that some of them are valid for sure but then some of them I'm like are these tactics to never set to never find that person are these like ways for me to be like "Mm, almost but not really she's a runner she's a track star (laughs) and it's so weird because I wasn't always I've, I've always been like a very much a relationship person and now I find myself like making I don't know, like, oh, like if a guy, like, if a guy I'm seeing tell is like talk, like 
mentions another girl, I'm like encouraging them to like go with be with them. Is it because you're testing it and you want to like test your like your own? I sometimes test it. It's just so I can be like, yeah, this is not really for me anyway. Go. Like, yeah, I I like I will like someone and then I'll find reasons not to like them. And, you know, because I'll tell you about it. Getting to school on time and fucking logging into that COVID thing just for them to get in. It's just so much fucking work. Writing absent notes, making lunch. I can't, every day I buy lunch for Luna. I like stop at Subway on the way to school, like every day, because I'm irresponsible. <laughs> and, no. she's, and she's bougie. Your daughter is. She wants like sushi for lunch and tuna sandwiches specifically only from Subway because she doesn't like my tuna. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm just like, I do get envious too of married couples. That woman over there has her husband to pick up where she's left off or when she wants to go cry in the bathroom. You know, <laughs> Peter can fucking make dinner. <laughs> but I can't. I can't cry in the bathroom and make dinner. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's one or the other. And so we got to eat. <laughs> Usually the crying. Mm-hmm. But I'll do it later and then you don't even do it. So then it just builds up inside you until you fucking explode and curse your kid out by accident. <laughs> Speaking of that, the other day, my it was my mom's birthday, and they made a really late reservation, and I should have just been an adult mom and said, we're not going to go, but she wanted to go, and I was like, we're going to go and celebrate. It was fucking late. She was acting. She was, like, screaming, like, no, no, like, I'm not going to win. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, we're not going. No, she's like, then she would break out into tears about not going. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? I'm, like, seeing the peak of, like, that early teenage like rebellious and I'm I'm not prepared I think is there a class does anyone know like a prepare moms for this stage class because I need to take it what is the stage like eight through seven through nine I don't know tweenager or whatever what do they call it like I don't know like attitude I I I don't fucking know do we need to develop the class when we get the answers whenever that is Hmm. there has to be a meditation specifically dedicated to moms for their kids when they get attitude age I'm gonna look it up. How do you do, how do you manage? Somebody give me the answers. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> You're doing a good job. You're doing a great job. You're a great mom. Thank you. You're Thanks. a great mom. Thanks. I love you. I love you too. You're doing a great job too. Thank you. You really are. You're very patient. I love you. You teach me patience. We're doing the best we can with what we got. Yeah. Okay. And inevitably, our kids are going to blame us for some shit. It's just inevitable. It might not even, it's going to be the most unexpected shit, too. It's going to be like, that's what you fucking think I fucked up on? Not the 40 times I let you go to bed at 1 a.m. because I was recording my podcast. Right. Oh, no, school night? Not the times where I, like, I didn't, like, talk to you for, like, 12 hours. 72 hours straight because I was packaging packages. They're like, you didn't come to my soccer game. Like, it's going to be like, that one time that you made me not tuck my shirt in, you didn't let me be the fashionista I was meant to be. Right. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to laugh. And then I'm going to cry again in her arms while she holds me. Luna be holding me too. I'll be like, damn, this is, my, is this my mom? Like, there is some healing, some inter, like, some like exchange healing that happens and I'm, I'm always proud and happy so when she sees me not be weak but like be less be human right in like a lot of ways I'm, I'm I am grateful to let Lona see me be human because it lets her know that I'm not perfect you know and like at the end of the day when she gets older and tries to blame me for her trauma I'm like I told you I was fucking up <laughs> <laughs> What do you want from me? I, I told you when you were six. I told you when you were eight. I'm telling you now. Like, it's not a secret. I'm sorry. At least I did for, like, our parents were like, I did everything perfectly right. And I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I never said that. I never said that. I never, never said that. that. I don't know why you're so emotional. I'd be like, look at my journal in 1999. Oh. It says, my mom said. My mom literally always says, you're so emotional. You're so emotional. I'm like, so when are you, you, you going to just accept an emotional and stop using it against me? Yeah, you're raising an emotional fucking Scorpio child. Do you think that's why you're like, not? you try not to be emotional? 
I try not to be. I'm so emotional and I try so hard to be hardcore. It's crazy. I think I'm pretty emotional. It just comes out in different ways. It's like, it doesn't necessarily come out in tears. It comes out like with like where, my, where people will like get like overwhelmed by my presence because I'm in, in a mood or it comes out with like my tongue when I like just say shit and I know it's mean and then I have to apologize later like I do with you all the time. And then, or just like sometimes crying or sometimes just lashing out. Like it's just emotional in different ways. I think people typically think emotion means like crying or whatever. No, no um, yeah, it's not true. Um, but I am emotional. I'm a motherfucking double Scorpio. I'm emotional as fuck. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, have, I guess I haven't always felt space to be emotional with my mom. And um, so when she says that, it really irritates the fuck out of me. And and so that's why I try to give Irie the space to be emotional. Um, But then sometimes I'm like, girl, you tripping. (laughs) It's like, you are really, really, really tripping. There's some drama, but she's emotional too. And it's so, it's so crazy to be a mom and like, I don't, I, I am very emotional and I wasn't given a lot of space to be emotional in my household either. It was kind of like, yeah, like, shut, like, shut up. Stop, like, are you, stop crying. My dad would like, laugh at me. My dad's like a jokester, like, <laughs> oh, you sad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shit like that. Um, and so I think that does, that does spill over. And then in my regular life, when I am feeling emotional, I'm, I'm not acknowledging it and I'm not saying that. I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Actually, just get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? When I'm like, I'm not good. I'm sad. And I go through I go through periods where I allow myself to like be more emotional than others. Like the last year and 18 months, I cried a lot. <laughs> and I feel like I've kind of come from that. But now I'm like, damn, bitch, do you need to cry a little bit? And and just check. There's it's con you're gonna <laughs> if podcasting has taught me any fucking thing in the world, it's like you're gonna constantly have to check in and have to scale and have to refigure like where you're at you know and if you're fucking up and who you and how you could be better it's not healing is not linear it's a daily minute to minute practice Mm -hmm. every minute every fucking minute you have to like pull yourself out of anxiety pull yourself out of depression pull yourself out of sadness and just remind yourself like everything's okay and this type this world that we live in with fucking social media and time 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 do we have enough time have you called that person have you done this like there's just not enough time i sat on the phone on hold like three times this weekend for over an hour and then got disconnected Mm. do you know how fucking irritating that is but you still got to call back and do the thing Mm -hmm. i haven't filed my taxes but when i feel like when was the time when did i have the time to do it when do i have time like it's either file my taxes or like have take a day or two for self-care for myself because i've worked myself to the ground the past like 10 days straight and it's like taxes can wait and then it's like, if I wait, if I don't tend to this right now, what's the worst that's going to happen? The government's going to fucking come after me because I haven't filed for last year either. And you have 400 million as Speaking of which, does anyone know a really good tax person? DM me. <laughs> Who's going to get me the most money back? Did I say that? The, the Hennessy or the Lemonade? Both. Sure. <sighs> anyway. Um, is this uh, episode brought to you by Hennessy? This episode <laughs> brought to you by my Hennessy. It is Mother's Day. I swear to God, we do love being moms. Um no, I do love being a mom. There are so many like beautiful experiences that I've shared with Irie over the last six years. Her birthday just happened, which was amazing, and she had a great time. And I'm watching her grow up is like one of the most. It is. It's the most amazing experience I will ever have in my life. Um, you know, I guess I just worry that I'm fucking it up, but you know, she seems, she seems like she's doing all right. Uh, that's how, every, every time I think I'm fucking up real bad, I see Luna. I'm like, did you miss me? And she's like. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> I'm like, are you sure you weren't sad? I was like, you're talking. She's like, what? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, I'm gonna, let's shift gears. Okay. Don't we have an advice question? <laughs> we do. It's a good one, too. Today's advice question is a freaky one. It's a freaky? It's a little freaky. We love freaky everything. <laughs> Oh my God, I have a little confession. So, you know, it's Masturbation May and I'm not really having sex or I'm not really, I'm not having sex at all, but I've been using this app called Dipsy. Uh. You know, you heard me talk about it and it is the most amazing app. It has hundreds of erotic tales 
that tantalize my senses. When I tell you this app turns me on, like I'm wet <laughs> listening to this shit. Matter of fact, let me just play you a little clip because okay, our, okay. Let, let, me, let, let, me, let me see what's going on over there. Okay, and this is our homeboy Sharonis Jackson oh. who partnered with Dipsy and did a little episode and goddamn, here we go. Brushing against her smooth skin. I was trying to take in every feeling. My thumb moving in tight circles on her clay. She took a sharp breath. Her back arching. Mm, that's all you get. That's all you Damn, get. Damn, I ain't never even thought about Sharonis like that, except for a couple episodes of Insecure. But suddenly, I might have to go download Dipsy. Girl, I'm telling you. And not only that, if you need to wind down, Dipsy also has wellness sessions, sensual bedtime stories, and soundscapes. They have stories for every gender, every kink, anything that you're into. They have stories for. And even if you're with a partner, you can listen to Dipsy and get turned on with your partner. If you're in the car, mm, like a form of foreplay, it's totally a form foreplay and I'm so excited because for our listeners of the show Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash goodmoms that's d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com slash goodmoms trust me you guys are gonna be wet hot and bothered listening to these stories you guys 30-day free trial you're welcome if you have any advice questions don't forget to hit us up in our email and put subject line advice hey i'm not sure if y'all actually read your dms we do but i need help i started dating this guy and he's so amazing has his master's degree super kind handsome good dick and super well off but he's into cuck holding i don't know if i'm even comfortable with that does this mean he's bisexual I wouldn't be bothered by his sexuality if he were, but I'm super confused as to what he likes in bed and what I should do since I have no experience with a situation like this. Do y'all know anything about this and what problems would arise or how I should talk to him about it? Um, for those of you who don't know what cuckolding is, it's a man who willingly encourages his wife or girlfriend to sleep with other people because it brings him pleasure. Pass him over. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told her. I said, girl, sounds like you came up. Sounds like a come up Sounds to me. like a motherfucking come up. <laughs> she like, I continued the conversation with her because, you know, my freaky ass was right to the rescue. Um, she said that he's even down to have a male, male, female threesome. And I was like, I think you need to think. I think you need to try it out. I, I don't think that. First of all, I, don't, I, I you know, I'm I don't think that being a cuckold makes you bisexual by any means. Well, it doesn't necessarily mean that he wants to interact with the man it means that he just wants to see his woman be, be pleased be penetrated or like yeah be pleased by someone else it, and be a spectator to that either because he's you know voyeuristic or because like watching the person he loves or cares about experiencing pleasure outside of himself turns me on i kind of what's a what am i a cut queen i think i'm a cut queen what what mm -hmm. did you just make that up no i think that actually is so a cut, what is it you want to be you want your boy your husband to watch you um Wait, see, like, wife, the wife of an adulterous husband is a cut queen. Adult. Oh, no, maybe I'm a cut queen. I don't know, whatever. This is a wrong definition. I want, I, I want to watch the person that I care about experience pleasure from another woman. Like, I have, have you seen I it? have it, I have yet to experience it, but like, I've encouraged it multiple times. Even on this little secret trip I went on, I try, I wanted that to happen. I told him that I wanted it to happen. And he didn't believe you? I think you believe me, but I think, I don't know, then, I'm, then I think like I scare men when I say that type of shit because, and then I'm like, that's what I was saying too, like I push people, not like pushing people away, like, I, but I know for sure and I do want to experience that. I might not like it when it actually happens. That's why I want to know, like, do right, I actually right. like this? Because when I masturbate, I often think about my lovers with other people and me watching them and me not like being involved being at all. Involved. No. That's interesting. Actually, when I got that question, I was with this guy that I'm seeing and I explained it to him and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Fuck no. <laughs> I was like, oh no. All right. Um, when I was, when Samaya was here, um, Sexual Essentials, shout out to Sexual Essentials. Um, she, we were sitting on the couch and she was explaining like her her desire to experience um, male, male, female. And like she, the way she explained it made it so appealing to me. And I'd never really like heard it explained in such beautiful detail. Um, and she was just saying like, she's like, I'd be willing, she was like, I'd be willing to pay for this experience. Like I want two men that 
are like fuck with each other, not fuck with each other sexually, but like are cool, Ooh, like right, respect, like each respect other. each other, have like good rapport, who adore me, and who want to like shower me with affection and love, like sit there, cook dinner for me, like like whisper to each other about how they're gonna like please me, and like I'll you know I'll handle the salad, you get the pasta, massage whatever, me. come in, like massage me, eat my pussy, pour my glass of wine, like really like wine and dine me, and it doesn't have to be this nasty experience that porn you know presents this experience to be. It's actually like a beautiful experience. Often the, what we see in porn. When a man experiences two women, when it's like a romance scene, right. rarely do you see, you know, vice versa. Yeah. And so when she explained it that way, I was like, that sounds fucking amazing. Like, what? Yeah. I would, I want to experience that. I, I Duh. <laughs> but also there's so much shame about, like, there's so much shame in even saying that. Right. There's so much shame in even being like, yeah, I would be open to having, like, two men cater to me at the same time in the same session. Like, I, I remember I had an ex and he was like, he said that he had an ex um, express that to him. And he was like, I would never marry her. I'm like, why? Because then you don't like that one thing can make you not love someone. I'm like, so you never love that person to begin with. Right. And that's the thing with men. They have these fucking rules because that's how society has made it. And then they can just drop you that quickly. I think that's why I don't trust men. I don't trust men to stay or to keep me because I believe that there's so many things that are. It's just it's so conditional. Ego makes love so, like, a male ego makes their love for women so conditional based on these standards that they don't live by at all. <laughs> like, we're different. Like, we're different. I, I had this conversation with this guy, and he was like, well, women can get pregnant, so it's different. I, you know, I can experience different women, but I can only get pregnant once a year. I was like, but you can... Spread your seed all yeah. the I'm world. like, so you think God intended for you to just go nut in bitches and we just sit... So because women can only get pregnant once a year, we're supposed to not have multiple sexual partners? Basically, basically like, scientifically, like, he's trying to make it, like, some scientific... Some group. male scientist came up with this? Okay. Some scientific, religious, like, I was just like... Huh. And also, also that there's more there's more women than there are men. So women are supposed to have one man, and men are supposed to have multiple women. Oh, whatever. Why are there more men? Because God intended for them to have multiple. Who made them? <laughs> Who made them? Right. Fuck the, you. Right. Honestly, fuck you. You wouldn't even be here without us. So shut the fuck up. It's just yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do want. I, I would want to experience that. It's just so rare that you find two men that would be willing to do it in a cordial, especially black men. Yeah, yeah, it's very rare, especially in the black black man space. Um, Damn, I would. You know what, Samaya, I would be willing to pay for that shit too. When she said she'd pay for it, I was like, you know what? At least if you know you pay, you know you're, you're getting, getting what you, you want. want. And that's basically what she said too. She's like, I want to get the experience that I, I want, want, and that's why I will pay for it. And I was like, you know what? You're fucking right. You're genius. I can't, I'm getting on just for this purchase. Where are who connect us to the OnlyFans of the men? That <laughs> <are doing this. laughs> but wait, um, I follow all those sites like Black Poly Nation, Poly Couples. Like they're always like, "We're looking for our queen." <laughs> I'm looking for my kings. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mila, and I'm Sierra. I'm looking for my kings. Even right now, as I Hi, say, I'm Mila and Erica. We're wives, and we're looking <laughs> for, for kings. kings. <laughs> With an S. <laughs> Okay. With a Z. With a Z. <laughs> <laughs> Daddies, aka kings. Um, <laughs> the crazy part about this is like a little bit of part of me has anxiety about even saying this, even though I don't give a fuck. But like, I do. Like, what if which one of my niggas is gonna come and judge me and drop me over this conversation? If you drop me over my secret fan, my public fantasies, my, public, my <laughs> secret public fantasies, my secret public fantasies. Did you ever really love me at all? Because, you know, that's another thing. Oh, back to our advice question. We put into our own fucking, our own fantasies. When it comes to sex, there's really no judgment in kink. Unless, as long as you're not hurting anyone and it's all adults and humans, I don't really think there's any weird thing with kinks. There's no fantasy that's too weird. People, fantasies come up in all different places and all different ways. Like, I, you can't really judge a fantasy and, like, there's really no spectrum of sexuality. Like, I'm gay, I'm straight, I'm in the between, I'm 50-50. Like, there's just, it's just not that clear and cut. You know what you do like and don't like? And, like, 
That's the part about having a partner. And you, it changes. You evolve. You're allowed to change your mind. Every day. Every day. Like, I'm allowed to say, you know what? I don't want to do that. And then next week be like, you know what? Maybe I've changed my mind. Like, we get so married to these rules about what our sexuality looks like, what 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 sex looks like for us. And I don't know. Like, I just... I want to encourage all of us to kind of rethink the rules that we've made and not judge ourselves if and the if, rules we believe. And if like you or you're listening listening if you're listening to us talk about male male female and it sounds appealing to you and suddenly you're like, "Huh. Never looked at it that way." That might sound appealing. Don't judge yourself for that. Yeah, like don't like I'm a slut. Oh my god, like why does that sound good? Because it fucking does sound good. That's it's why. all about you, 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 like Maya said. Yeah, we give so much. It's time for us to get some shit back. Oh my god, if uh, can you imagine if for Mother's Day we could buy that for ourselves? I mean, minus the dick talks, but I'm just saying. <laughs> what if you could just if you moms everywhere, if this is your fantasy and you participate in this for Mother's Day, can you tell us about it? Um more importantly than encouraging, I mean, I also want to encourage, if you have that fantasy and you're a woman, don't judge yourself. But even more past that, if you're a man and you have these deep, toxic beliefs that you are a man and so only you can have certain fantasies and only you can fulfill certain fantasies and it's only made for you to experience certain type of pleasure, I really encourage you to break out of that bullshit. Like, it's holding everybody back. It's holding women back. It's it's holding shame on women, and it's just it's not helping the flow of life. It's not. You need to like think bigger. You need to be more mature. You need to be more kinky. You need to be more open, and you need to be more free. Oh my god, talking about you being um, pushy. I thought about you this weekend because I was like telling someone like, relax. You need to relax. Take off your jeans. Relax. Why are you so like? Are you at peace? And then I was talking about us on the boat, and I was, like, forcing someone to relax and, like, be touchy-feely. And you're like, you can't just force people to be kumbaya with you, bitch. Everyone's not fucking receptive. And I'm like, I just wanted them to be loved. I just wanted them to embrace each other and embrace me. You're like, you can't go around trying to kiss everybody in your toplessness. (laughs) I'm like, they didn't want to embrace me? And I'm like, damn, am I a little forceful with my flow? I'm like, I I never put it thought about it that way, but I'm like, I'm a forcefully peaceful bitch. <laughs> you will get all this peace. Come with me. Hug me. I, I'm making. Listen, I just don't want you to be the next Me Too. <laughs> She's like, you're going to get our podcast Me Too. <laughs> because I won't stop hugging and moaning strangers. <laughs> I realize it's a part of my gift. I'm supposed to just like, I think I'm supposed to like break people open and heal them and like, <sighs> relax, release with me. But even I'm a little pushy and I just chill the fuck out. <laughs> Everyone doesn't want to be peaceful. I think with part me. of honing that gift is knowing when people are when people are on, like past the point of like openness and now they've totally shut down and they're not going to receive anything you're giving them. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to try though. <laughs> um, speaking of sex and speaking of freaky shit and all that stuff and you know it's mother's day and you know we're all mothers because we were fucking so essentially you know people always shame moms for like enjoying sex and like talking and us even like even us talking about sex so openly people are always so shocked like wow you guys talk about sex so openly i'm like we have like, we have kids like we actually we, we did the thing that like we were the, the god or whatever the bible or jesus whoever the fuck said we're supposed to be doing like <laughs> this deliberate literally he said be fruitful and multiply i listened okay <laughs> and now you don't want me to talk about it the fuck is wrong with you um we have a horror story guys it's been a while uh, uh, horror stories yeah it's horror story o'clock you're just you know tuning into the podcast for the first time or maybe it's you know you tuned in in the middle and you haven't heard what a horror story is a horror story is a highly horish hotel um it's either funny a little scary um a little wild crazy um, level 10 socially horish things yes and we say horish in the best way possible because we love to hear from you and if you guys have any hotels which we've had i've had at least like eight people recently tell me they have hotels and then you guys don't send them it's very annoying like i don't care if you don't tell me (laughs) don't give me like three sentences that 
oh my God, bitch, I had the craziest hotel. I can't wait to tell you. And then I say, message me and write it beautifully. And then you don't. Right. Anyway, this is a hotel from um, a listener. And here it goes. When I was 20, I started dating a 35-year-old man. My digmatized ass fell into a situationship and dealt with a year of physical and mental abuse until one night I watched him choke one of the women he was cheating on me with and she pulled af- cheating on me with after she pulled up and was screaming up and down the street that that she be elbow deep in his ass. Whoa. 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 This kind of sounds like Amber when she said, remember she said like Kanye? Do you remember like her? Oh, Kanye? yeah. I think they got into it on Twitter and then she's like, I be fingering your booty hole. You and everybody else. You and every nigga. Every nigga likes a little finger in the booty hole. I don't care what they say. 99.9. <clears throat> anyway, he lived in an apartment with his best friend of 20 years. So I ran upstairs to tell him his boy had lost his mind. I'm hysterically crying, and this man starts sensually. Oh, okay. So the the wait, the, the, the roommate? roommate. Oh my god, I'm hysterically crying, and this man starts sensually rubbing my back and shoulders. Fast forward to a month later, after his friend coached me through leaving him, I went to their apartment and fucked his friend, who gave me even better dick. My ex heard and recognized my moan. <laughs> huh? I know that I moan. Know that moan. <laughs> He waited for me outside all night. When I went to leave, I saw him. He tried to come for me, and I told him after what he put me through, I wouldn't feel bad fucking his dad. <laughs> but his best friend and nephew was enough and worth the wait. <laughs> male, male, female. <laughs> you know, nephew, too? Oh, what's that story, though? This is the thing, fellas. And I'm not saying this with bragging, but I'm letting you know. Niggas always want to fuck with women. You always want to fuck with us and fuck with us and fuck with us and push us and push us and push us. But no one will ever get the last laugh better than a woman. Ever. We will fuck your dad. We will fuck your uncle. We will fuck your nephew. And you will cry. And that's what the fuck you will deserve because you're an abusive fucking asshole ass nigga. <laughs> that, that brings me joy. This is why niggas, this is why no one trusts each other. <laughs> um, side note, we really are about um, building family and community, but when a nigga's doing some dumb shit, and when a woman's fed up, up <laughs> then you can do about it. <laughs> Yo, that shit is so true. So, the, whoever hurt, who said that song? R. Kelly? R. Kelly. Yeah, whoever hurt him. And you know, actually, he was hurt. Yeah, he, he, was got hurt. Got he, got hurt. he hurt a lot of people. Yeah. This told somebody that hurt people hurt people. However, a spiteful woman is not a woman you want to fuck with. A woman who is retaliating against your bullshit will always, always sink her teeth in, baby. I will tell you, we could be the most loyal creatures. We are the most loyal creatures. But when we want to get a nigga back, there's really nothing you can do about it. Niggas be fucking everybody. <laughs> the homies, everybody. I've heard hella stories from niggas about them. I've heard my nigga, this nigga told me he fucked the mom, his baby mama's, the, the baby mama, the baby mama's mom and her sister. Because he was giving, serving them weed. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Like, just the shame that was projected on women just purely because we have a vagina that's not addressed to men is so incredibly fucking stupid. We're the same, nigga. We are both human. We both have feelings. We both like to fuck. We both have fantasies. If you don't get it, you're dumb. (laughs) And if you can't accept it, you're dumb. And if you find a woman who's willing to pretend like she's down for the bullshit, she's cheating on you. So... Yeah. Either be monogamous or be fair. Amen. Either be monogamous or be equal. We're equal. If we're, if we're not each other's equal, kick rocks. I don't really know what to tell you. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you having a little, little therapy session with yourself, Bubba? Yep. <laughs> as empowered as we are, as much as we talk shit every week, we're still, we're still have shame associated with There's so much shame. So I've been reading this book, The Ethical Slut. I've posted it a few times on social. I don't know if you guys have read it. Shout out to Alessandra for sending all the greatest gifts. Yeah. Constantly. I, I, all the time. Thank you, girl. Um, 
but this book is going to change my life. I'm I'm only like 25 pages in and I've literally highlighted every page has at least like 10 lines. I'm like, I'm basically highlighting the whole book and like reading chapters. I was reading them to one of the dudes I'm seeing. I was like, you see this? This is why. This is what I mean when I say this. And um, it's just really empowering and enlightening when it comes to the agreements that we've made around sex and um, how monogamy is really a new thing. It's really like a very new um, tradition, I would say. Every like religion is at the patriarch. All of these things that we deeply believe, even if we don't believe them, are ingrained in us so deeply. And it's just like this is why we do this. This is why we have these conversations because I have to talk to myself, to talk to you, to break ourselves out of this this bullshit <laughs> because it's fake. It's fake. These the these systems and beliefs that we hold so dearly, subconsciously and consciously, are so fucking fake. And but they even talk about how monogamy, if it, that that's what you choose after reading the book understanding you know all the aspects and you choose monogamy and then that's what you really want and that's okay because that's a form that's a that's a that's a form of relationship obviously like that people choose when they have free choice and there's nothing wrong with monogamy like i don't i'm not going to sit here and you know preach and say and you know people that are married that have chosen to be with one person their entire life and that's what they subscribe to that you guys are fucking wrong and that like that's crazy that's crazy like no like that works for you then that works for you but there are so many other ways to love someone. And um, yeah, I'm just. Uh, Is the ethical slot your new Bible? I'm just excited to explore that more this month because I think in May we're really, we're gonna have a few different guests on to talk about sex and the history of sex and kind of just explore what we want out of sex and love more. And what we believe and want. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to be like, damn, why do I, when I say this, when I say, damn, I kind of want a male, male, female threesome, why like a little bit inside of me, I cringe a little bit like, oh no, I hope no one hears this. Um, what is that? Because I am free and I, I like, I, I pride myself in that, but also I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's still parts of me that are attached to wanting to be loved and accepted. And if you, and if I say this out loud, can I still be loved and accepted? Can someone still want me as their wife or to keep me, you know? And like, that's the thing, wanting to feel worthy enough to be kept. But the truth is wanting to be kept in general, you know, the wanting to even be kept like so, so much so that you will disregard your own feelings and your own desires and fantasies to appease someone else's idea of what you you, of what you should look like and how you should be. Even if that person doesn't subscribe to the same behavior, they want you to subscribe to. Huh? Anyway, it's late. The kids must go to sleep. Um, Happy Mother's Day, you guys. I don't know what, I, what you guys are doing for Mother's Day, but I hope... Going guys, to eat, like what everybody does every I hope year. you guys are, you know, maybe get some massages. Um, I hope that if you are not joining the dick talks, that you get some excellent dick, penis, or vagina. vagina. Both. Both. Together, at once, <laughs> or separately. <laughs> side by side. I don't know. Whatever you need to do, do it. Uh, I hope your kids spoil you, and on that day, act right. Just for that one day. Like, I hope those kids just act the fuck right. You know? Just that one day. I'm going to go ahead and talk. I was going to say, I'm going to have to talk. Have a little chat with Irene and be like, you know, on Sunday, like, that's my I was going to be like, this day. week is Mother's Day. You know, like, this This is my week. So please, just bear with me. Like, what is Mother's Day? Actually, should we ask them real quick? Oh, yeah. Come here. You guys. Even though we're doing a vlog and we're right in the middle of a vlog. You're in the middle of a vlog? What kind of vlogging are you guys doing? We're doing about our slimes. Oh, okay. Okay, well, we wanted to, we're in the middle of a vlog, too. We wanted to ask you some questions. Um, this week's a holiday. Do you know what it is? Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh, you do yeah. know. What so, does Mother's Day mean? You celebrate your mothers. How do you celebrate us? By giving them gifts. That's it? Yeah. Okay. What's what's your favorite thing about your moms? Um, What? You guys... You have different moms. Yeah, you, 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 you can't you can, share ideas. What is what is it, Irie? What's your favorite thing about me? Um, uh, he always takes me to school every day. 
That's it. Favorite thing about me? That's all you got, girl. Luna, don't don't leave us. What's your favorite thing, Lou? Um, when you get my favorite thing about you is that you're smart. Oh, thanks, babe. You think I'm smart? I think favorite thing about you, you, um, you are bumpy. That's not nice. (laughs) Listen, your mom has apostrophe now, so she's working on that. The real thing why I like it is when you feed me food when I was a baby. (laughs) (laughs) When I fed you food when you were a baby? What What? about right now? What about about what now, girl? Um, Do you guys want to be moms one day? No. No. Really? No, because the kids will be annoyed. Okay, Irie, I know that, I mean, Luna, I know you don't want kids, but Irie, do you want kids? No. That's not what I you do told not, me. I do not want kids. That's not what you told me, Irie. You don't have to say that just because Luna says it. No. Luna, I'm waiting for a better response for your favorite thing about me. <laughs> what do you think a job, mom's job is? To get money. To get money? Why do we need money? To get, a, get some money and... Buy some stuff. What kind of stuff are we buying? Clothes. Well, what else is a mom's job besides get money? Um, get stuff for your kids. Spend time with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know you. Do you know how much we love you? Yeah. yeah. How much? A, I can't even fit it. A thousand. My hands are too little. Your hands are too little for us to fit it all in. <laughs> that big. Wait. Do it, Irene. That. Yeah. Do you think we're good moms? Yes. Yes. Just good or like excellent? Excellent. Good or great? Great. Is good bad? No. No. Are we like one of your best friends? Yes. Um, What? What? She said yes. Oh, okay. What's one special thing about your relationship with your mom? Um, Having fun. Having fun, that's it? That's all you got for us? One special thing about my relationship with you, Luna, is I enjoy when we dance together. What uh, about you? Me? Mm-hmm. When we, when we, when I do soccer, when you take me to soccer. Oh, okay, that's sweet. One thing that I love to do with you, Irie, is sing in the car and make up songs. I do that. I actually um like you taking me to school. <laughs> to school, that's your favorite thing. Stocks. That's your. That's it. That's your favorite thing to do with me. Not our like dance parties we have. Dance parties too. Or like our singing competitions. Yeah. Or you know all the fun activities we do together. Like, yeah, that's all. Like skiing. Yeah, and, okay, like, ski. Like, so doing yeah. Puzzles and stuff. Cuddles. Going okay. in the pool. The real thing I love is skiing. And the real thing I love is skiing and going in the pool. Can you tell all the moms that are listening Happy Mother's Day? Happy, Happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Bye. Just so you guys know, that's like the third time we've done that. <laughs> and it is 11.29. We got to go. Um, They're t- delusional. <laughs> and we are too. We are too. I hope you guys have a great Mother's Day. Happy Masturbation May. Happy Dick Talks. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Take some time for yourself and don't feel bad about it. And make sure you check out Dipsy because on some real shit, those the app is fire. It's it's fire, fire, fire. Matter of fact, I'm going to listen to it as I go to sleep. And That's have, a good idea. And have some sexy dreams. Mm, I like that idea. I mm. think I'm going to do the same. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Happy sexy dreams. Happy Mother's Day. Bye. Bye.